worship the Lord.
Amen. Do we got any victorious people in the house tonight? Amen. He is a victory. He has purchased it for us, and we receive it, and we are so blessed. It is great to see you here tonight in church, especially if you are new tonight, or maybe you're just here for the first or second time. Thank you so much for coming out to Stratford Heights on a Sunday night. What a wonderful time for us to be together. We, wasn't that a great service this morning? Was that awesome? So wonderful. So many people got saved. It's just a beautiful time, and it's great that we're here together, ready to have church and to see what God's going to do. Amen. Let's get out. Let's greet one another and welcome each other into the house of God tonight. Oh 
Great is he who's the king. 
ushers will be coming forward to assist us as we continue in our worship, as we worship with our giving. You know, in my life, the Lord's never failed to be there for me. No matter what's happened, no matter what's been going on, no matter what circumstances I've faced, He was always there. Always there and delivered me and has always been faithful to me, as I'm sure He's been faithful to you. We have an opportunity now to give back to Him for all that He's given us. We give to Him this evening so others may be reached and others may receive what we have so they can come to know him as we know him and they can worship him as we worship him. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to be here tonight, Lord, and the sweet presence that we feel in this place. We've come to worship you tonight. We worship you with song and we worship you with our giving. Lord, we pray your blessings over the offering, Lord. We pray your blessings over the giver. Lord, that this resource may reach those here in Middletown and the surrounding communities and those that we support in other countries, Father, that they may know you as we know you. Lord, they may feel your love as we feel your love here tonight, Father, and as we share your love. In the name of your Son, we pray. Amen.
Sunday mornings, that's always the first song, first song that I listen to when I'm getting my, getting prepared and ready for the service. I, I say it over and over again, Lord, I want to honor you. I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs on earth. But you know what, where it takes me, it always takes me back to scripture, revelation, when the scripture says, and I heard as it were the sound of many waters. Round about the throne, the elders, the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb to be, that was slain to receive honor and wisdom and strength and power and blessing. Can you just imagine what it's going to be like when we stand around that throne and we are part of the, the numbers of thousands of people that have been redeemed. The angels got to step aside and fold their wings as you and I, the redeemed of the Lord, get to walk straight up. And there we'll stand at the throne room. I'm the only one believing this tonight. We're the only, I'm telling you, we're, there's going to be a moment in time when we are standing before the very throne of God. Is anybody sanctified tonight to hear that? I'm telling you, we are going to be in His presence. I want you to stand with me all over the house. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for that's been made live in my spirit tonight. We're going to be standing there very soon. I'm telling you, the world is aligning itself with prophecy and revelation. And it isn't going to be along now. You've missed your loved ones. I'm telling you, it's not going to be long now. We've not got very long. We've got to get our lost loved ones now in the ark of safety. We've got to be about the Father's business and getting that message to them. We've got to pray like we've never prayed. It's time to quit playing church and quit playing games. People have got to get in, and they got to get in right now. Say amen. they got to get in right now. We've got to be like we're folks on a mission. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For the hour is upon you, says the Lord. 
Look not to the things of this life to satisfy you. Do not lean on the things that would give you comfort and cause you to know peace here in this life. Look to the heavens. Trust and know that I am God of the mountains. I'm God of the valleys. I'm God of the good and the bad. And I will lead my people in a straight path. And I am coming, says the Lord. Hear me and know, my children, look to me, listen for me, for I am at the door, says the Lord. Wow. Oh, lift up your hands and praise him and let your voice lift him up this tonight. Lift your voices to the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Lord, we believe you're coming. We know you're coming. And God, we honor you. We bless you tonight and give you praise. We honor you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is coming soon. Almost makes me want to sing that old song, soon and very soon. We are going to see the King. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when you hear him call your name? When you hear his voice, when you see his eyes a flame of fire, when you see him in all of his glory, the Bible says feet like brass burn in a fiery furnace, hair white as wool, the sound in his voice like oceans roaring. Can you imagine what it would be like? You see, a lot of folks want to paint a picture of a Jesus scrawny and skinny and, and weak hanging on the cross. But Marty, he is a mighty champion tonight. He is a mighty champion at the right hand of the Father. And he is mighty in power, mighty in stature. He's a grand champion. You and I have that awesome privilege of knowing any day now, any day now, any minute, can you almost hear the trumpet? Can you almost hear a trumpet? In my spirit, Sister Liz, I hear it. I'm looking for it. I want to stay tuned. You know, we, we, we listen to some music and we listen to some things and we're attuned to the things of this life that matter to us, that are important to us. I want to be in tune with the trumpet of God, with the sound of the archangel. I want to be listening. Would you just one more time lift up your hands and honor the presence of Jesus? You're coming so soon, Lord. The beheadings of this present day are only a forerunner of the times that are coming to this world. There is only destruction in its future, but God is coming for his church. There's safety and security in the ark of safety and the love of God. There's peace and there's joy. Hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering. 
Don't allow the arm of flesh or the problems and trials of life, don't allow them to cause you to stumble, to struggle. Don't allow them to cause you to be discouraged. Hold fast. Let God be your strength and your bright and morning star. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's coming soon. Wow, that's not my message tonight. But that's what the Lord is speaking to us right now. He, He wants you and I to understand and to prepare ourselves. Can you almost, have you got oil in your lamp? Angie, we got oil in our lamp? John Oil. Prepare yourself. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm the, what is that guy's name that ran through the British streets? Paul Revere. I feel like I'm, I'm declaring something tonight. I, I'm announcing something. This is not in my notes anywhere. Listen. Prepare yourself. And get ready. Get ready for something that you've never experienced. Don't let the troubles of this life, don't let the enemy weigh you down. Don't let him encumber you. Don't let him wrap you up and tie you up in this life. Sacrifice it all. Give it all. But you don't know I'm standing up for me. Die to you. Die to you right now in the name of Jesus. Die to you. Surrender. No more selfishness. No more idolatry in your life. No more laying... uh, a fortress around you of comforts in this life sacrifice it all lay it down for the coming of the Lord is nigh I'm not speaking this I'm telling you I'm being moved on by the Holy Spirit do not weigh yourself down with the cares of this life do not trust in the material things the possessional things of this world do not allow this life to be your comfort Get unsettled. Get uncomfortable. Quit quit trying to make it fit. Sacrifice it. Lay yourself wide open on the altar of God and let him empower you and ready you for his coming. For he is at the door. I've been your pastor seven years. I've never done this. I'm speaking. I'm speaking prophetically all over this. I'm doing this in the spirit.
Would you lift your hands again all over the sanctuary? This is us together in corporate praise. In corporate praise. In honor. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here tonight. You're welcome in our midst to do a great work. Oh, I thank you, Holy Spirit. You have arrested our hearts tonight. Mm. Allow the Lord to work right where you're standing. Right, it's this. It's, don't nobody move. Please don't leave the sanctuary right now. Don't move. This is a sacred moment. Do not look to the person on your left or right. Don't don't worry about them. That right now is about you. I see a vial of oil. I see a vial of oil all over the sanctuary pouring into the hearts and lives of people. The work of the Spirit of God at work in you right now, readying you, preparing you. You're laying down some things right where you're standing, right where you are. You're letting worries go, anxieties go. You're letting frustrations go. You're letting things that have bothered you and angered you. You're letting them go right now and it's right. God says, let it go now in His name. Let it go. Forgive. Don't wait and forgive later. Forgive now, right now, in Jesus' name. Wow. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. All over this house right now, I'm just going to follow the leading of the Spirit. I want you... If you are being made ready, if, you, if there is anything that you want to bring to God, it may be your children, it may be your home, it might be your job, it might be your frustration, it might be personal and private and none of anybody's business, but I want you to get out right now. If before heaven, if before the heavens, you have something you want to bring to the Lord in this place tonight, get out as quickly as you can. You're not waiting on anybody around you. This is a sovereign move of God. This is what the Holy Spirit does. He's working right now in this house. All these folks are coming. They're bringing their gifts. They're bringing their heart. They're bringing their problems, concerns. They're bringing them to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pour out your heart to him tonight. There's something significant happening in, happening in the spirit tonight where you are. You are doing something supernatural right now. The Lord is using this moment and this hour in your life. You will not be the same when you get up from your, this altar of prayer. You will not be the same. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. want all of our ministers, as soon as you're finished, I want you to begin praying with others around you quickly. I don't want, I want you to go around anointed to lay hands on folks. I want you to know you're empowered to do that by the Spirit right now. If you're, if you're someone here who is given to praying for folks, I want you, as soon as you're at the place where you can, I want you to get up and begin to minister to people around you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus.
praise God. Go on and give him praise tonight. Amen. While these feel comfortable to just continue right where they are, I'll do what, what I feel led to do in my spirit, which is to share a few things with you. But I also don't want to, sometimes you cannot add to what God has already done in this place. How many of you, God has met you here in this altar today? Amen. Praise God. But I'm going to send you with a few thoughts and a few scriptures that you need for this week. So you can be seated. And as I said, don't you all feel, you pray as long as you want to. You stay there till morning. Gary will stay here. Move of the Holy Spirit. Getting his church ready. How many of you are excited that he's getting the church ready? Amen. First John chapter 4 and verse 18, a scripture that the Lord led me to for this evening's service. Especially in a day and an hour where we are, I, I felt as I was praying that the Lord just turned things around backwards. I felt like we were praying for the very things that I was led to preach tonight. I feel like we're attacking a subject the enemy doesn't want us to hear and God wants us to hear loud and clear. It's this. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. But how many of you know he has come and he's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. The Lord wants us to be very aware that in these last days, especially now in this hour before the coming of the Lord, that we understand that this is, I don't have to feed you a doomsday uh, sermon. I don't have to hit you up with fear, you know, mongering, and I don't, I don't need to scare you into repentance. I don't have to do that or worry about that because Fox News will do that for you. Turn on the news tonight when you get home, if you dare, and see if you won't need to repent and won't feel a need to just double check and double check and triple check. I double check my locks now every night just because of the violence and the evil that's in this world. It's a time, it's perilous times as the Bible tells us. It's time when we need to be alert and sober for our adversary, the lion, you know, walketh about seeking whom he may devour to and fro on the earth. That means he just goes back and forth. He won't mind to come back to you. He, you can pray tonight, but that's all right. He'll just to you tomorrow. He'll throw you 
tomorrow afternoon. He'll to and fro you. He'll just, he'll check on you tonight. And if you aren't willing and receptive, then he'll just throw you tomorrow. And he'll check on you again to see if the boss made stuff tough for you or if your family argument didn't set you in the right attitude. He'll be checking with you once and, you know, once he gets the idea. He doesn't care to come back and forth. That's the thing about the enemy. And that's what we've got to understand. That's why the Bible says to guard your heart. Guard your heart. Always be aware that out of that heart flow the issues of life. And, and don't be concerned that sometimes you feel like you're on a roller coaster of emotion or sometimes you feel up and sometimes you feel... Don't be concerned. Just be uh, alert. It's not an hour and a time when you should be consistently comfortable. This is an hour and a day when things daily and and hourly are, are causing disruption. I mean, the weather patterns of the earth are changing drastically and causing all kinds of concern around the world. There's all kinds of problems in the ozone. And saw a report yesterday of some kind of a sunblast that hit the earth. And, you know, it knocked out a bunch of cell phones around different parts of the world. And you, you see all these things. And then, you know, our, our highway is closed down on I-75 at the middle town between Monroe exit because a man's lost his mind and in a violent rage he's murdered a lady right there on the side of the road. I, I can't go over Hendrickson Road's bridge now, which is the way I go home. I, I can't go over that bridge now without glancing over to the right and thinking about that poor lady and the terror and the torment the torture that she went through in those final moments, I think, oh, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Evil is rampant. It's everywhere. The abuse, children orphaned and left to their own discretions and their own choices. It's an hour such as we've never known before. It's perilous times. And we've got to understand that there is fear out there that would love to crawl up in your house and would love to cause you anxiety and stress and, and paranoia and would love to just wrap its arms around you and cause you to be at fear everywhere you go and, and you can't get away from it and it'll finally get to the place where it'll succumb, you'll succumb to it and it'll enrapture you completely. But you've got to understand, he said over and over and over again in the word of God, fear not fear not clear back to the very beginning of time you know the enemy has always been trying to attack his people God's people with fear what did Adam say in the garden when he had the fall had happened and he and Eve had had been deceived and there they were hiding from God as he walked through the cool of the evening and garden and he called out for Adam and Adam hid from him and what did he say he said we heard you call for us and we were afraid from that moment forward when sin came into the world at the fall of man fear attached itself to us we feel guilty 
Fear of guilty, fear of loss, fear, anxiety, and stress. It's a time as never before. Our good doctors will tell you the reports of those who struggle constantly in and out of their offices with all kinds of ailments that come alongside of anxiety. It's a time such as never we've seen. And I'm telling you, it's a sign to us today. And it's, once again, God getting us ready for a truth that we need to hear tonight. Fear brings attack on happiness, on joy, on love, on peace. It brings an attack of frustration and confusion. It brings on mental and physical illnesses. The Bible says in 1 John 4 and 8, it says, fear hath torment. Man is striving to be delivered. Even in the church world, it's amazing how many videos and conferences and books are out there on fear. Fear, fear, everyone's afraid. The Bible says in the last days, men's very hearts will fail them for fear. You and I have got to absolutely understand what the word of God says about us. Isaac was told, fear not, I am with thee, I will bless thee. Jacob said, he told Jacob, fear not to go down to Egypt. And Daniel, oh man, greatly beloved, fear not. And to all believers, God is saying, as he said in Luke chapter 12, fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God is looking at us in the midst of our fear, and he's saying, trust me. Lean hard on me. The message from the Holy Spirit tonight, don't look to the left or to the right. Don't lean on the arm of your flesh. Why? Because the arm of flesh is afraid. It's a time when we've got to learn how to step out on nothing and trust in God. And so I'm telling you, I felt like from one side of this altar all the way to the other side, it was about do not fear. Don't fear. Don't fear. Don't fear the enemy. Don't fear the devil. How many of you know he's going down? He's going down quick. And he is not going to win the battle over your heart or your soul. He's not going to win that battle that's raging against you, what the devil meant for harm against you. God is going to use it for good because the Bible is still true that he is going to work all things out. You can hold on to that. When God says fear not, that's a command, right? Well, command is as good as a promise. You see, there's another side to that coin, Sister Audrey. If God says, fear not, and he commands us, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. You know what that is? That's a promise. On the other side of that command means God's going to give the ability, that the power is going to be there. God don't give a command to leave you out there on your own. If he says fear not, then he helps you to have faith. Then he gives you the power to overcome. It's a promise. So you can trust him. You can trust him with the hurts, the wounds. You can trust him with the the problems, the storm that's raging around you right now. You can trust him. You can trust him with the sickness. You can trust him with that battle in your body physically. You can trust God. So many people are afraid of so many things today. They're afraid of the past. They're afraid uh, of their family tree. They're afraid, uh, you know, that because great-granddaddy had something that I'm going to have it too. Let me tell you something. You are a new generation, and God has got his hand on your life. 
People are afraid of bygone days. They're afraid of the call of God. They're afraid to yield themselves to God. They're afraid of old age. They're afraid of sickness, afraid of loneliness. Some are afraid of crowds and people, loss of money. Some are afraid of the future. There's all kinds of things that we can be afraid of, but I'm telling you, that scripture I, I quoted you earlier was in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. For God has not given you a spirit of fear. Say that with me. For God has not given you a spirit of fear. He has not given you a spirit of fear. But what has he given you? He has, then what is the promise that he has given to you? He has given you a promise of power and of love. And a sound mind, a sound mind when the enemy comes attacking you and trying to take you down. you got to understand there is power in God's spirit at work in you. Paul said, I forget those things which are behind. And reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press. He wasn't afraid. We've got to forget the things that tear us down and hold us back. We've got to be bold as a lion in these last days. We've got to understand we've got to rise up as children of God. We've got to get out there, and if the fire is necessary, then we'll walk through the fire. If the waters are overflowing us, then we've got to be determined we're going to walk through the water. We've got to say, hey, I'm not trying to get out and away from it. I will walk with God right through it, and I will conquer, and I will not be dismayed, nor shall I be afraid. For I am an overcomer through the blood of Jesus Christ, and I have the victory already. You've got to have this, this absolute, absolute confidence and assurance in God. The enemy wants to attack you and I with fear, especially in these last days. I'm telling you, it is, it is uh, disturbing to hear the news. It's disturbing to hear about a third man being executed over there in, in, in the, the uh, wherever that ISIS is in the country of Iraq or Iran or wherever he is. Iraq, I think it is. It's, it's disturbing to know tonight that Christians with their families and their children are still hiding in those caves and hiding in the mountain. It's disturbing to think that we sit here in our posh little pew and we don't even have an idea of what's going on around the world. It's unnerving to me to consider that there are so many Christians, you're getting reports now as never before, that just by naming the very name of Christianity, we thought this was only in the old movies. We thought this was only in the Left Behind series, but it's coming to life on the radio and on the television tonight. People are literally being tormented and tortured, and they're literally being killed for their faith. This is a time as never before that we could be afraid. We could be afraid if we were planning on living and dying and letting this life be all we're pre prepared for. But how many of you know tonight we are preparing for two worlds at the same time? We're not just preparing for one. We're preparing for two. I am trying to take care of my business here. I'm trying to be a good steward while I'm here. But you can know this tonight. I've got my eye on another shore just beyond this life. And the moment I take my last breath, I'm going to be skipping across the, the land that I can't hardly wait to get in there where I will absolutely be safe. Can you, can you get a little shouting happy over this? Safe, safe forevermore in the presence of an almighty God. Amen. That's our hope. That's our confidence. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 17, he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. forever 
We're preparing for two worlds. If the Bible says if, if all we have is hope in this life, we're of most men miserable. But we are preparing for two worlds. That's why you've got to square your shoulders. That's why you've got to understand there is no fear in this life. There is no attack from the enemy in this life. There is no, no past, no generation. There is nothing hanging over top your head. If the power of God can cleanse you and wash you of every stain of sin, then he can take away every curse ever laid on, you head, on your head. He can absolutely take you and move you into a place where you are absolutely fresh, brand new, as if justified, as if you had never, ever sinned in your life. This is the power of God at work in the child of God. You're not saved to yourself. You're not saved to your flesh. As a matter of fact, how many know the flesh don't get saved? But the soul, the soul is saved. And the soul is made perfect. I'm reminded of, of sitting in a, in a nursing home visiting with, with Chester Ray uh, right before he passed away, not very long before he passed away. And there in I went by to see him, and I was told that he had not responded to his family in forever, that there was no, no real need for me to worry about communication, just sit with him a little while and visit with him. So I went over there with that intention. I would just sit with him a little while, and I walked in, and this Bible teacher, this man of God, this council member, this guy who was a teacher in the church, and a man trusted, and many people looked to him. He was one that, if he'd give out a message in tongues in the service, man, you'd absolutely, every hair would stand up on your head, on your arm for the anointing that was behind it. He was a, a godly man, a good man, sat right back there by the sound booth, and he would, man, the power of the Lord would work over him. And here I walked into that nursing home and sat down next to him with a hat on and a balloon tied to his wheelchair, and he's coloring with crayons. And, the, you know, I looked at that, and the doctors and the families and all of them say, well, he's, he's got Alzheimer's, and he, he don't know anything anymore, and you just can't talk to him. And I sat down, and I said, Brother Ray, this is Ray Phillips. I'm here to see you today, and he just talked in syllables. I couldn't understand. There was no no communication uh, ability. He, he literally would turn sentences around and things that would just come out of him was not something that you could recognize. And I sat there for over 30 minutes. And while I was sitting there 30 minutes into that conversation, I looked over at him and I said, well, I, I probably need to go now. I said, Brother Ray, I'm going to pray with you before I go. And right about that time, he stopped the, the rambling. He talked, he stopped talking in circles and he stopped, put his head down looked up at me, reached up, took his hat, put it down on the table, and he looked me square in the eye, and he said, I am ready when the Lord is ready, and he calls me home. I'm just waiting on him. And he put his head down, and I prayed over him, put my hand on his head, and the anointing of the Lord was right there, felt the presence of God, and as soon as I said, in the name of Jesus, amen, I took my hand off, he looked up at me, put that hat back on, and went right back to rambling. And I got up from there, patted him on the shoulder, walked out the door, and there at the nursing home door, I looked up to the sky and I said, God, you've got to tell me what was that. What just happened in there? And you know what he spoke to me? Something that gives you and I the courage and the confidence to face anything that comes our way. The Lord spoke to me and said, disease may have his mind. Disease may have his body, but I got his soul. It's safe in the hands of an almighty, merciful God. That's the trust you have tonight. That's the confidence that you've got no matter what you're going through. The power of the Lord is there to preserve you. 
The power of the Lord is there. He said, now unto him who's able to present you faultless before the Father. That's who we're trusting in tonight. That's who we're leaning hard on. That's who is asking and begging us in a message tonight in the Spirit, trying to get us to understand we don't need to lean on ourselves. We don't need to lean on this world. Why does the Holy Spirit have to tell us that when we've got the precious Word of God saying it over and over and over again? We've got to stand in the faith, stand in the confidence, and stand on the mighty foundation. The Bible says He is a refuge. He is a fortress. He's a mighty God, everlasting Father. He is your hope. He is your destiny. He is your safety. He is a covert from the storm. He is protection. He is everything the Word of God ever said He would. He is a promise. So, fear not. Fear not. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure. It is your Father's good pleasure to fulfill His word every dot, period, every exclamation point. Word, he will fulfill it. And when fear comes knocking at your door, when fear comes creeping into your spirit, you rebuke it in the name of Jesus. You go to any number of scriptures all throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament that tell you over and over and over again, God knew we were going to fight it. He knew it was going to be an attack, but he gave you one promise after another. Fear not. Fear not. Bring it on. Can you say that? Bring it on. I trust in his unfailing love. I trust in his almighty power. You can lean upon every promise of his word and he will, he will see it through to the finish. He who hath begun a good work in you will see it through to completion. He will finish. Somebody needs to hear that tonight. He will finish what he started, what he's done. You may have gone through hell backwards, according to the world. You may have gone through the worst of the worst, but understand and hear me tonight. Fear not. Be not dismayed. Your God, your God will come through for you. And he will not fail you. Did you hear me? He will not fail you.
going to close with these. Stand with me tonight. Gary, come and help me. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything. Some things. A few things. Just work things. Just my family things. Do not be anxious for anything. But in everything, by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. It's unknowable. There we are again from this morning. It's unknowable. Will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Say amen. Did that get down inside your spirit? When I quoted to you just a few minutes ago. Fear not, Isaiah 41 and 10, for I am with you. That right there would be enough, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be enough, Brad? Fear not, for I am with you. When I was a young kid, storms, I, we were all petrified of storms, I think because our mom was petrified of storms. She always, you know, some of you won't know who this is, but man, we used to tune in to Gil Whitney on New Center 7, back when they didn't have cable. And we'd watch that weather radar. If there was any slide of storm, if there was a storm coming, I'd hide my head in the couch. But I was okay if I knew my dad was in the back room. If my dad was there working in the back with a CB radio, I knew everything was fine. If my dad wasn't there, I was a nervous wreck. I didn't know what we was gonna do. It was just the idea that he was there. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Listen to this. I will strengthen you. Oh, you ain't hearing me. I don't know that you're hearing me tonight. God says, I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, theologically, they tell me in the study of Greek and Hebrew manuscripts that the right hand of God is his save you hand. It's his power. He says, I will uphold you. In other words, I will pick you up with my righteous right hand of power. Amen. Woo, that's good. What a peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry 
everything, say everything, everything to God in prayer. What a, huh? What a friend we have in Jesus. Amen. Give him praises tonight. Right where you're standing. We've had the altar call. I, I don't know how, I don't want to make you have to come down again unless you need to. But I do want to do this. I want you to reach over and make a contact with someone. You, you're standing next to someone who needs your prayer. I want you to look them square in the eye and look at them right now and say, I'm praying for you. If you don't know their name, ask them their name because that makes it better for prayer. You can make up a name if you'd like. I've called many a friend Matilda because I didn't know their name. But I feel like right now, the person's hand you're holding, that God is supernaturally going to use you right now for faith, for faith against fear. Amen? But you begin right now to pray for that person. You're praying for them. God's going to use you to intercede for them. God's going to use you to pray for them. Write what they need from God right now. Don't be afraid to be bold in your prayer. You're being led right now. You're being led right now by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, God. We honor you tonight. We bless you. Lord, I rebuke the spirit of fear. I cast that from this place. I pray, God, your people will be filled with faith tonight. The fullness, Lord, of faith. I pray in the name of the Lord against every vile, evil attack. Lord, we are ready for your coming. We are preparing ourselves for your soon appearing. We are ready. We are in battle gear and we are ready to fight we will finish and we will keep the faith we will not fear we will not fear for you are our God and we trust in your promise we trust in your word in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus the Bible says, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. If you are triumphant in Christ, I want to hear it right now. Triumphant in Christ. Hallelujah. Is that all you got? Is that all you got? Hey. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love you, Lord. I'm triumphant in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you know what praise does? Just, to, just so you know this. Praise, it shoes the devil. Come on now. Do you know what the word, shoe, do, do you have a word shoe in the Hispanic language? You know, it, shoe. Seba, seba. Shoe. Sabbath. When you praise him, when you lift him up and honor him, the devil shoes. He sabas. 
Praise the Lord from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him in the sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him, all ye people. Amen. Well, all right. Turn to somebody and say, Sabbath. Now, all you, all you Hispanic folks, you say, shoot. Shoot. All right. Oh, it feels good. Doesn't it feel good in here tonight? I feel like work has been done. The power of the Lord has been here. Presence of the Lord has been here. Testify one more time. Thank you, God. I have been touched tonight. I have been ministered to by the Spirit of God. Amen. All right. Praise God. You are free, church, to leave the building because church is not dismissed. One day I'll hear this on Joel Osteen and I'll say he copied off me. Church is not dismissed. The church is leaving the building. God bless you.